Welcome to Win The Day. I'm your host, James Whitaker, author and producer of Think and Grow Rich The Legacy. And in this show, I share the tools and strategies used by the world's best performers to help you transform your own life. Are you fired up? I am. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to episode 21 of Win The Day. Today's episode is titled, You Gotta Risk It To Get The Biscuit. You gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Before we begin, the day one mastermind is completely sold out. But if you are unable to reserve your place, don't worry, you can join the waitlist for the next mastermind. So if you're interested, just email us at info at jameswit.com. That link will also be in the show notes and we will add you to the list so you are notified first the next time we announce the day one mastermind. All right, episode 21. The quote for today comes from Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg and says, the biggest risk is not taking any risk. In a world that's changing really quickly, the only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. In this episode, we're going to talk about something that sounds negative, but is actually the key to unlock pretty much everything you want in life. Think about that episode quote again from Mark Zuckerberg. The biggest risk is not taking any risk. The only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. But unfortunately, the word risk has a negative connotation associated with it. But when we talk about risk, let's give a few examples of what we're not talking about. An example might be dating someone who is toxic and destructive to your life because you believe you can change them. That's definitely not a risk that we're going to talk about in the sense of this episode. Starting a business without doing your due diligence because you think you already know it all. Maxing out your credit cards because you believe the law of attraction will look after you. Not focusing on your fitness because you might get hurt. So those four scenarios probably sound like what you believe is a traditional idea of risk. So what we're going to do in this episode is help reframe what risk is so you can use it to achieve anything that you want in life. Those four scenarios that we just mentioned are far more common than you think, and I bet you can probably think of a few scenarios of your own. The misconception with risk is that it's something undertaken that is dangerous, yet a better definition of risk is an opportunity that can significantly enhance your situation while carrying a possibility of failure. But let's face it, pretty much anything we do in our pursuit of growth and self-mastery carries the risk of failure in the short term. However, it shouldn't be tainted with the same brush of what are generally just bad decisions, like the four scenarios we mentioned earlier. There is a huge difference between risk in the sense that we're talking about in this episode and bad decisions that are made by people every day who will sadly have to struggle with the consequences. And generally, the people who make those bad decisions have made a habit out of it, so it keeps happening. The main thing that stops people from getting out of their comfort zone is this closely linked component of risk, which is a fear of failure. So let's quickly explore the concept of failure and risk in more detail. First of all, failure. Contrary to popular belief, it should not be viewed as so terrifying that it causes inaction. It's the pursuit of failure that has created the most dominant and wealthiest companies in the history of civilization, embracing innovation, pushing society forward, and raising standards of living for people around the world. In fact, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos once revealed his own experience with failure. He said, I've made billions of failures at Amazon. Literally. 
I've made billions of failures at Amazon, literally. That's coming from arguably the most effective business leader in the world who, from his own garage, built an online bookstore that became the world's most valuable company. Not book company, the world's most valuable company in any industry. On the condition that you learn from the failure and rise once more, your ability to seek it out is one of the greatest assets you can have. This is where having a growth mindset is essential. The second component, risk, again contrary to popular belief, carries significant upside and its probability of failure can be mitigated. For any situation, you can maximize the potential upside while minimizing the downside. So how do you do that? Well, you can do things like use your own due diligence. You can employ the services of someone who is a specialist in that field, perhaps a financial expert, if that is the type of thing that's not in your wheelhouse. Or you can always seek counsel from a mentor that you have or a mastermind of your own peers. Think about when Navy SEAL Team 6 came knocking for Osama bin Laden in the middle of the night. It was a huge risk. They were flying into Pakistan without approval, but they spent months preparing. Years, in fact, if you factor in the CIA's involvement, so they could maximize their potential upside while minimizing the downside. But even with all the planning, they still lost a helicopter on the mission. But the carefully planned risk eliminated the most dangerous terrorist in the world, making the planet safer for all of us. If you're faced with a decision and you can't identify any upside or it's only minuscule, it is a bad decision, not a risk. I just wanna quickly say that again. It's a really, really important point. If you're faced with a decision and you can't identify any upside or the upside that you identify is only minuscule, it is a bad decision, not a risk. If you wanna be successful in life and business, you need to put your heart, wallet, and time on the line every now and then for what you believe is the greater good. In a letter to shareholders, Jeff Bezos once wrote, I believe we are the best place in the world to fail. We have plenty of practice. And by we, he's talking about the company Amazon. And the episode quote we've mentioned earlier from Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg said, the biggest risk is not taking any risk. Just 13 years ago, at the age of 23, Zuckerberg became the world's youngest self-made billionaire. So it's worth listening to what he has to say about success. Those who don't take any risks are the ones who perennially make bad decisions in their own lives, like keeping all their money in the bank because they believe it's the best strategy for long-term wealth creation, which of course we know it's not. Both Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg are acutely aware that every failure increases their chance of hitting a home run. As Amazon and Facebook have done with numerous innovations that propel them from risky startups to two of the most valuable companies in the history of civilization. Just look back three years, five years, seven years of those companies to find out how different they are to what we see today. In alignment with the modern day tech moguls, Think and Grow Rich author, who of course I'm a huge fan of, Napoleon Hill said, those who will not take a chance seldom have one thrust upon them. Those who will not take a chance seldom have one thrust upon them. Now, anytime I get the urge to stay in my comfort zone, I read that quote and it lights a fire right under me. 
So now that we properly understand risk, let's flip the script on those four earlier scenarios we spoke about to illustrate what might be a better course of action and a more appropriate use of your energy. The first scenario we spoke about, the bad decision was dating someone who is toxic and destructive to your life because you believe you can change them. Well, a better but still risky decision might be spending more time with someone who you sense a deep connection with and allow each of you to explore those feelings. If you bring out the best in each other and your time together forms the seedlings of love, you will have to put your heart on the line as you commit to each other. And obviously putting your heart on the line is perhaps the biggest risk of all, but it might just be the best partnership you ever form. So compare that to dating someone who is toxic and destructive to your life because you believe you can change them. What there do you think is the bad decision out of those two scenarios? Scenario two, the bad decision we spoke about there was starting a business without doing your due diligence because you think you already know it all. Perhaps a better decision, but still risky, would be identifying a problem faced by many that you can solve through starting a new company, a new product or service. You seek the counsel of both a business mentor and a mastermind of your peers to help you figure out what you don't know about the industry and its potential complexities. Your business has no assurance of success, they never do, but you're strengthened from collective wisdom and, and launch a business that could make all of your dreams come true while helping many people in the process. Big difference between those two as well. And don't forget as we go through these four scenarios, the improved case of these four scenarios, think about minimizing downside and maximizing upside. That's a huge part of risk and failure. Scenario three, the bad decision, maxing out your credit cards because you believe the law of attraction will look after you. Well, perhaps a better decision would be to retain 15% from every paycheck that you get and invest that money via dollar cost averaging into a fund that tracks the index and enables you to harness the power of compound interest. While the media outlets try to rattle you with reports of catastrophic meltdowns in global markets, you stay the course because of your goals and professional advice. Your faith is much bigger than your fear. And the final scenario, number four, the bad decision, not focusing on your fitness because you might get hurt. Well, perhaps a better decision might be when you realize that you're time poor and stressed from work and family and everything going on, so you decide that yoga might be the best form of exercise for you. You've never done a class before, but you ignore your ego and go at your own pace until you feel confident progressing to the more technical movements. There is the risk you fall flat on your face, but a few months later, it might just be the very activity that restores balance to all areas of your life and allows you to make new and healthy friendships. All of those four scenarios carry some degree of risk, but without the risk, there is no reward. You've got to risk it to get the biscuit. I'm actually good friends with champion golfer Adam Scott and his caddy, John Lamonti. So if you've seen my Instagram or Facebook recently, you would have seen the posts about that. Every year we get, or when they play the Genesis Invitational here in LA, we get free tickets to go along to the course at the Riviera Country Club, which is a super exclusive course. So it's really nice just walking through the grounds as it is. So we go along and we attend and we cheer both Adam and John. And this year they won the tournament, beating the likes of Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and all the other top golfers in the world. And in doing so, they got a winner's check of 1.7 million US dollars, as well as a new car from the sponsor Genesis. So they've done very, very well. That night we went out to dinner to celebrate the win. And I asked the boys, I was so curious, what were they thinking 
as they approached that 18th tee, as they lined up for the last hole of the day, knowing that they were leading the tournament by two shots. They had thousands of people on each side of the fairway. They had thousands of people surrounding the green at the back and millions and millions of people watching on television around the world. They said, we were just focused on the next shot. We were just focused on the next shot. I absolutely love that. They didn't worry about the pressure because it was not something they could control. They were aware of what needed to be done and what information they needed to get. So they focused on the next shot where they could maximize upside and minimize downside, just as they would do if they were coming last in the tournament, which fortunately they weren't. And their drive, Adam Scott's drive on that 18th tee landed right in the middle of the fairway and was one of the best shots of the day. Absolutely clutch. This is a guy, he'd won the Masters previously and he even won the Genesis Invitational back in 2005. So this is a guy who has full self-mastery and phenomenal mental strength. All winners have made a habit of being comfortable in risk. So to finish, let's dive into a passage from Napoleon Hill. Success always involves risk. You must take a chance by investing your time, money, and effort. It pays to be thoughtful and deliberate in your analyses of opportunities, but don't let timidity hold you back. Because you have worked hard to develop those things you must risk, it is natural for you to place a high value on them. But what good are they if you do not put them to use? You will recognize opportunity only to the extent that you are willing to consider risking your time, money, and effort. Being confident gives you the courage to face risk and act when opportunity arises. No one on earth is going to force success upon you. You will find it only to the degree that you actively seek it out. Powerful stuff. Napoleon Hill, of course, has a knack for saying things in a wonderful way. So hopefully now you've reframed the idea of risk and failure. Remember, you've got to risk it to get the biscuit. That's all for episode 21. If you're enjoying the show, hit subscribe and the like button, whether you're watching the podcast or on YouTube. And if you're enjoying it, share it with other people to help support the show. Get out there and win the day. Until next time, onwards and upwards, always. Always.